It is news time here on KCIM. Nathan Cones has got your details. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, John. We're going to start things off, at least on a positive note here. Dozens of Carroll and Kemper Catholic High School students competed this past weekend in the Iowa High School Speech Association Individual Events District Contest, and more than 30 of those entries have advanced to state. Kemper hosted hundreds of competitors from 27 West and Northwest Iowa teams on Saturday, and students presented to panels of judges and must have earned a one or excellent rating to advance to that state competition. That's scheduled for Saturday, March 11th at the Fort Dodge High School. A complete list of Carol and Kemper students qualifying for the Iowa High School Speech Association State Contest can be found included with this story on our website. And the Carroll City Council split 3-3 three to three Monday night regarding a rezoning request for a property that lies outside city limits but falls under the city's planning and zoning regulations. The property in question is owned by Richard and Marcy Wernemont and sits just under a mile northeast of town on Noble Avenue. Their son, Colin Wernemont, had planned to build a welding shop on the property that would be used primarily for the family's farming operation, but some small-scale manufacture of John Deere equipment parts would also occur in the structure if it were to be approved. The Wernemots are requesting two parcels of land totaling about 45 acres be rezoned from an agricultural district with agricultural preservation overlay to an I-2 or general industrial district so that the shop could be built. Ward 4 Councilwoman Carolyn Seaman says she and the council want to be supportive of young entrepreneurs, but their hands are tied by the community's existing comprehensive plan. We are between a rock and a hard spot here, and I've mentioned this to people who called me about this, but we have to deal with the current zoning situation. We are mandated to draw up a comprehensive plan, mm -hmm. and that plan, then we drop our zoning ordinance. Our zoning ordinance is the law. So for me, we're being asked because of what we have now in our current zoning ordinance based on our comprehensive plan, which is the policy that is implemented in our ordinances, our hands are tied. We would be breaking our own law. She adds if the property in question were to be rezoned to I-2, other types of structures could be built in that area, including things like scrap yards, uh, water treatment lagoons, that sort of thing. Rezoning approval would bring other legal hurdles to the city, as it would create an island of differently zoned land surrounded by agricultural land, which would be considered spot zoning by state code and is illegal. The city has received at least four similar requests over the past 18 months that were denied on nearly identical grounds, and interim city manager Jeff Kaler says this approval would remove the legal justification for those denials. We've turned down several requests in the last year or two because the intended use was not in conformance or was not consistent with the comprehensive plan. And that's kind of what we're talking about now, that if the council and the P&Z wanted to make this kind of change, it would have to be kind of a wholesale change. We couldn't do it on a piecemeal basis. The council chambers were close to capacity at Monday's meeting, and every attendee that spoke during the public hearing portion on the Wernemont's request favored the city approving the zoning, and no one in attendance spoke against the change. Prior to the council's vote on the issue, city attorney Dave Bruner offered his legal advice. I would not recommend this council to violate Iowa code. And again, it says the regulations shall be made in accordance with the comprehensive plan. 
A motion to reject the rezoning request failed on a three to three tie vote with council members Carolyn Seaman, Laverne Dirks, and JJ Shrek supporting the denial, and Misty Base, Kyle Bauer, and Tom Bordnero favoring the change. City officials then turned their attention to what options they have to help the project along. The comprehensive plan, which was approved in 2009, could be revamped, but that could take up to 18 months and would be an expensive and exhaustive proposition. Alternatively, the Planning and Zoning Board could propose an amendment to the city's comprehensive plan, but any changes would need to originate from the PNZ Board and not result in spot zoning. It is likely the issue will be brought back to the council's agenda in upcoming meetings. And of course, video from Monday's proceedings can be found included with this story on our website. That is going to wrap up your news. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. So the, the law that is getting in the way, is it a local or a state law? Both. So it's both. So uh, the comprehensive plan that they're referring to is kind of the, the roadmap for the city is the way it's set. Uh, pretty much every uh, incorporated city is going to have one of these these comprehensive plans. And so Carroll being a larger community has has it drawn out pretty, uh, pretty well into the future. Uh, so there's two things with state code that tie into that. So typically you mentioned it in the seven o'clock hour, the, the urban creep into agricultural land, Iowa code requires that's agricultural protection overlay. It's that ag land surrounding the community. So there's kind of two factors. So Iowa code requires zoning to fall in line with the comprehensive plan uh, plan. And then ag land basically needs to be protected as well. So it's kind of, it can be done, but it's it will take probably close to two years. So they would have to go back and rechange all of their plans with a comprehensive plan to be able to just to accommodate this one project. And then that would then, again, basically automatically qualify the other projects. Yeah. And so when you get into zoning, there are groups of property types that fit into certain zoning. Um, so in residential, it's not really a big deal. You know, there's R1, R2, R3, so on and so forth. Uh, typically, those are either houses, houses and apartments, houses and apartments and condos, that type of thing. When you get into industrial and commercial properties, it's a little bit different because there's a very big difference between a like a welding shop in this case and a scrapyard mm -hmm. or a water treatment lagoon or things that could be much more environmentally impactful. Right. Or not even necessarily environmentally. Uh, would you want, uh, you know, this thing right next to your house? And these things were all talked about at length. If you have any interest in this, this particular topic, if you weren't at the meeting, uh, the city of Carroll YouTube page, and I'll, I'll link it with the story when I get it up uh, online here momentarily, but uh, sit down and watch it. Spend an hour and 20 minutes and, there's a lot of learning, uh, things that, you know, just don't come up enough to be familiar with, but a very interesting conversation last night. Yeah, it, it just kind of leads you to believe it. Yes, you know, the rules are put forth for good reasons, but it just doesn't apply in common sense in all in all circumstances, you know, it, it, you can understand why they're they're trying to protect people from doing something wrong, but you're also hurting people who are trying to just do something for themselves, from them right. So, yeah, it's, it, from from my perspective, it's just real tough to to own property and be told not to do something that you want to do with your own property. That's the biggest thing. Property mm -hmm. rights are are huge. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, you know, rules are in place to help protect everybody too. But yeah, you understand completely. Each individual case is different, but you can't treat them that way. That's what the law is kind of there, and kind of this one is of the what's rare. The it's one of the rare situations where both sides are right, and yeah. uh, you have to decide which one is righter. If I, that makes sense, I think that is the perfect way to put this. Uh, each side has their points, and you know which one is more 
right in this circumstance. We just don't know. So excellent coverage. Thank you so much for bringing us that yeah. story. And, and it's all going to be online. Again, it's very in-depth. Go back, take a look at the story, reread it, do a little research on this. Yeah, it's it's it is complicated. And if you got questions, reach out to to folks on the uh, from the city or from the people involved. And of course, uh, try and be fair in your coverage. You know, if you know somebody, get the other side too. Both, yeah. know, both. If you only get from one side, it's going to be a different different tale. If you only talk to the other, so yeah, exactly. So yeah, thanks so much for that, Nathan. Once again, great coverage last night of that issue going on with the city council. I'm sure we're going to hear more about that in the days and weeks, and even the years possibly ahead. We'll talk weather. That's on the way in minutes on KCIM.